Hey everybody, we're back. Uh, today I'm going to be doing podcast solo. Uh, Drake did one last week about kill shots. Uh, today I'm going to be going through proposals and stuff. Uh, kind of crazy times we're living in. Um, it's pretty interesting to be just watching how society and the way that we <laughs> operate as a society is is very heavily dictated by media. Um, so for all of you that are into photography and film, uh, hopefully you're taking notes, although it might not apply to, to outdoor media, but uh, it's definitely interesting to see. Um, I think most people have a little bit more free time on their hands. A lot of people are getting laid off. Um, I know there's a lot of anxiety, a lot of unknowns of kind of the economic impact that the coronavirus is going to have. And so I guess from my own personal experience, um, I think now's the best time, honestly, um, to invest in yourself, whether that's doing something new, whether that's uh, investing in a skill set that you've been putting off. Uh, you know, there's people with amazing jobs right now that are getting laid off. And I would argue that to a, a huge extent, being able to be your own boss and create an income for yourself, um, is a huge advantage. Um, and so, you know, I just took a job at Stone Glacier, which I love and is awesome, but you know, that could be gone at, at a, you know, any moment potentially. And I still have businesses that I'm working on on the side that, you know, if that happened, I could invest myself in and be just fine. Um, and so that's a, a big thing. And before we get into proposals, I guess I just want you know, people to maybe take a look at what's happening right now. And maybe you're looking at it from a kind of negative eyeglass and just try to spin it positive because times like these actually provide a ton of opportunity to people that have the right mindset and can look at things kind of from the correct viewpoint. And so, you know, if you've been sitting on the fence uh, about our course, now could be a great time, you know, to have that time to dive in and give it 110% and and be ready because there is a time frame where, you know, doing this and pursuing this is going to take some time. Like it doesn't happen overnight. And so maybe now's, now's the time you want to dive into that. Um, another thing just to be, you know, on the radar is that we are going to release our business module. My goal is hopefully here in the next week um, to be purchased as just a standalone piece of our entire course. And you know, the, the principles of business are very universal. Uh, obviously the focus of our business module in a lot of senses is how to make it in the world of hunting photography or outdoor media. Um, but those principles would allow you to start any small business and run it effectively and efficiently. You know, um, running a business is just basically understanding your product and how to sell it and how to do all the things that a business, you know, requires of you in an efficient way, in a calculated way. And, you know, those things transfer from one business to the, to another, regardless of what the business's focus is. And so, uh, just be looking for that. Uh, today I want to talk about proposals and how you approach, uh, brands or potential clients. Um, you know, I have sent out countless proposals through, you know, being a freelance photographer and through Montana Wild, 
for films, for photo shoots, for projects that I thought were cool, for contracts, for retainers, all of the above. And, you know, proposals really come back to understanding business uh, and what people are going to be looking for. I think one of the biggest things to think about is, is try to put yourself in the person's shoes that would potentially hire you and trying to understand what it is that they would want to see. Um, I see a lot of proposals from students and from other people. And even just recently here, you know, working at Stone Glacier, I'm kind of the main contact if you want to get paid for content. And so I get all the proposals that are going to be coming across my desk. And so I see a lot of people that, that cannot articulate why it is that we should give them money. Uh, and I'm just saying that kind of from the Stone Glacier perspective, but this would be universal again. You know, if you want to go work for a brand, you need to be able to articulate A, why you are qualified to work for the brand, B, why any of the content that you would create would be valuable to the brand, uh, C, what is the content going to cost? And can you confidently say that they're going to, you know, make a return on their investment? Because anytime that, you know, you do a shoot, hopefully whatever you're getting paid is going to bring your client in that plus X percentage more, you know, than they're investing in you. Um, and then, you know, D really, People are going to, you know, ideally want to know, you know, when are you going to deliver this? How many photos? How many videos? What's the distribution strategy? Um, and so, you know, be thoughtful and put thought into this. I've just, you know, I'm going to pull up an email right now and make a couple kind of higher level notes. But, you know, we had a few people that reached out uh, wanting a partnership and have a YouTube channel, which is pretty popular as of now. Um, and, you know, if you're going to do the YouTube game, um, my word of advice would be just, man, find a niche. Do something unique and different. Don't just follow the model that's been put out there, you know, and done countless times of semi-live series, uh, everyday update from my season, you know, it's like, do, do something different, differentiate yourself from the pack, be unique. Um, <clears throat> you know, unless you're the first one to market with an idea, you should come up with something that's unique to you. And I mean, that just means that you've been thoughtful about your business of why are people going to want to watch my content? Why are brands going to want to align with it? Um, you know, again, this all comes back to just having a solid foundation in business and you don't have to go to school for business. I got a degree in marketing and management. Honestly, if I, if I could go back and do it again, I 110% would not. Uh, I don't feel like really anything outside of maybe a couple classes even translated to the real world. Uh, there are so many resources online, uh, whether that's, you know, just watching some YouTube videos or signing up for a course just like this one or reading books to start to be able to just build your business mindset and your skills. And so much of it's just communicating 
and just trying to step back for a second and like think about like what's the goal of everything I'm trying to do right now um and that's that's kind of a, a great part of our course too is you get to speak with us and have that mentorship time and go through it and I've had a couple valuable conversations with students just in the last week to really help them build that foundation and you know I think once you've had that conversation with someone that has more experience, it seems so obvious, but it can be a, a tough one from the beginning. Uh, so back to this conversation, you know, basically these individuals just, they've been filming ridiculous amounts of quality content. They're doing all these hunts. Our channel is rapidly growing. Uh, we've, you know, used your gear in the past. Um, and we just, you know, believe that we're worth X percent per view. Um, you know, really the only thing that they try to sell themselves on why we should work with them is, you know, other than the fact that, hey, we're really gaining a lot of traction is, you know, they would show and recommend the products. And like, that's just such a like basic level thing <laughs> would be just a common expectation I think from a paid endorsement um, you know from working on the brand side and also on the freelance side like have a deep level knowledge of the product if you want to work for a brand that sells a product which just about every brand does and understand why consumers want to buy the product. Understand what the business's weakness is in, e in either communicating to the consumer what their product does or why it's better, or find a way to brand their product in a unique way that would get them a lot of traction and potential you know, future conversions on uh, new customers buying their product. You know, uh, in the hunting photographer, you know, we have an entire section, I think it's lesson 31 is just all about proposals. And it's, I think about a 40 minute video where Stephen Drake and myself, we sit down and we just go through it all. And we pull up proposals that we'd sent to brands in the past, exactly outlaid, outlining the things that we include, why we include them how we sent them, was it an email, was it a PDF, who did we talk to, did we include deliverables, did we, how did we come up with costs, how did we come up with timelines, what did we feel was important. Um, <clears throat> I mean, the ultimate goal in pitching a project or sending a proposal would be that the person who reads your pitch, your proposal, whatever you want to call it, would see the vision that you have in your head for that project. You know, if I have this idea, this concept in my head, and I think it's so valuable to the brand, my ultimate goal is to communicate that in a, in a very digestible way to the person that would make that decision on whether to pay me or not. Um, there's a million ways to make proposals. You know, there's no one way that's the best, um, you know, it really depends on just that's a personal call. You know, if I have, have a, a long-term relationship with a brand, that proposal is probably going to be an email uh, with 
you know, fairly limited kind of high level information. And if it kind of gets the green light, I'll dive into more detail. If this is an initial contact with a brand, I think that it should be pretty, uh, there should be a lot of information in there articulating who you are, why you do what you do, what the opportunity is in working with you, what you can deliver, what the costs are, everything. Uh, I actually have pulled up our very first decks that we sent out to brands when I started Montana Wild with my brother Travis. And, um, you know, I basically spent some time researching how to approach brands and, you know, heard about business pitch decks. And I was like, well, what the heck is a pitch deck? And, you know, I went to old Google, Googled it up, found a bunch of example ones, took the elements that I liked from different pitch decks, and I built an outline for myself and, you know, custom tailored my version of a pitch deck and built it out. You know, we built it out in Photoshop. I think it was seven pages long. And, you know, uh, it, it told brands who we were, who was Montana Wild, how did we start, you know, what is our mission as a brand, and what's the opportunity in working with us, why is it valuable to work with us, and, you know, what are the skill sets that we offer as a brand if we work together, um, you know, we had a visual demo, you know, we had a, we created a specific demo reel, you know, for the first, I don't know how many years that we were a business that brands could watch just to see a visual representation of our video. We had a very um, curated uh, photography portfolio and, you know, that would be curated to every single brand that we approached. Uh, you know, you could definitely have a kind of standard hunting or fishing or whatever gallery, but I liked to always tweak that to the brand. Um, and it was never something huge. I think people, when they send a portfolio, I mean, find 15, maybe 20 photos that are, that really just showcase your skill set as a photographer and they all should be amazing photos. And if you can't go pull 15 to 20 banger photos that show your skill set, that means you need to go shoot more, you know? Um, and that, you know, I would think that would take, you know, 20 to 50,000 photos really to get 20 that, you know, in the beginning, I guess that I would feel good about now that number would be way less because I only shoot photos that I see and think are quality. But in the beginning, <laughs> there's a lot of spray and pray. Uh, and then in our pitch deck, we go on to the projects, you know, there were multiple projects that we had ideas for and you know, again, very good at articulating what the project was going to be. Where is it going to be placed? When are we going to release it? How much is the investment? Um, we talk about social media. We have a specific timeline on when we would have all of our deliverables from each project completed, when those deliverables would be launched through their different channels, whether social media, whether YouTube, whether it's the website. And then, you know, the final slide was just an added value because inherently, you know, at least in the position of Montana Wild of being a very visible 
kind of public media brand, um, we felt that there was other added value in just working with us. Uh, we always basically aligned ourselves with brands that we would have went and bought their pr product, you know, just as a consumer, as a guy, if we had no affiliation or discount with that brand, you know, we always wanted to use things that we could trust in the field and that, you know, a very avid outdoorsman would purchase. And that came through in a lot of ways, you know, and, and there's additional leverage in being a brand that works with other high level brands and that your product might show up somewhere else in a image that we delivered to a different brand and got your added exposure or whatever it is we had a final slide showing the added value um there's a lot of unique ways to kind of have a great initial you know uh contact with a new brand and i'm not going to just give those up to you guys for free but do do a little bit of research you know think about how a content manager or marketing manager is approached you know on a day-to-day -day basis he's definitely getting emails he's definitely getting phone calls um and those work obviously but very few are getting you know guys who are just walking through the door if that's a possibility uh very few guys are getting portfolios sent to them maybe even in a physical format or with something you know even if it's a small sort of gift that you know is something that they would appreciate like having that personal touch and showing that you have invested time and energy into wanting to partner with a brand goes so far rather than just shooting an email over and asking for money um and so yeah, I would just encourage you guys to be thoughtful about your proposals. Try to run them by someone before you send them out as well. Um, it's definitely just a good idea to get a, a second opinion. I mean, sometimes that second opinion might not be right. Uh, again, you know, if someone has the experience, though, on you and can look at it, I would most likely trust that opinion. Uh, but at the end of the day, your proposals, you know, your vision and you kind of have to be able to stand behind it when you send it out. Um, let's see, I'm kind of pulling up some other stuff I've sent out. I sent out a proposal as an email to a brand uh, in June of 2018. Uh, if you're going to email a proposal, one thing that I would recommend is, is understand and be able to uh, articulate your idea as briefly as possible. No one wants to read a two-page email. And then if you are going to propose an idea within an email, be able to structure it and organize it in a, in a way that's easily legible. Um, you know, whether that's using indents, uh, headers, you know, underlining, bolding, ABC, one, two, three, whatever it is, you know, just get very good at, at business communication, being precise or not precise, concise and to the point. Uh, you know, I had a, a proposal and I, you know, told the, the woman, here's a rough outline of what I'm thinking. And there was ABC, gave her three different options with a little bit of information on each and a cost. And I said at the end, I want to keep things short and simple. 
to just keep the conversation moving forward if we agree on pricing and just a general project the general deliverables i'll invest more time into better outlining and laying out each of the deliverables the final strategy the timeline and we'll really get this thing polished up and her response is this is perfect outline uh very concise and direct on your thoughts sometimes we get proposals that look like a bunch of words with no real answer as to what is being delivered so this is a breath of fresh air so uh lots of ways to do it you guys i would just encourage you all to again be thoughtful on your proposals uh it really needs to communicate your vision and try to put yourself in that person's shoes and be able to speak even if it's in a few just business terms of, of why them investing money into you uh, is going to be valuable for their business. So hopefully that was helpful. Uh, there'll probably be some more individual podcasts coming out from both myself and Drake, and we're going to continue to try to keep um, pumping out podcasts at least two to three, hopefully a month. Uh, yeah, it's just a matter of getting down some time on the calendar and sitting down and ripping these bad boys out. Uh, again, be following us on Instagram, shoot us over questions or topics you'd like us to cover in the podcast. Uh, if you got questions about the course or anything like that, definitely reach out to myself. Uh, my personal Instagram is at Zach Bouton and Stephen Drake's Instagram handle is just at Stephen Drake photo. And again, shoot us questions. If you have any about the course And just um, remember that uh, times like this in society offer a lot of opportunity and uh, just would encourage you guys to invest in yourselves and some skill sets, you know, that you can leverage kind of regardless of the economic conditions in our country. So uh, take care out there and stay safe.